You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's it like to get to know Dre Howell over these last few years? What kind of a guy is he for people that don't know the fans and don't know about him? Oh, Dre is an unbelievable guy, man. When I first came in, I, uh, I mean, we talk uh, on and off the field, um, have fun together. He's an unbelievable guy. He's never negative. You, you hear any guy, somebody talking negative, he'll be the guy to step in and be like, no, we're not going to do that. But he's an unbelievable guy off and on the field. That was linebacker Bernardrick McKinney at minicamp Tuesday talking about his teammate Andre Hal. In today's show, you're also going to hear from Christian Covington and Jonathan Joseph as they react to Dre Hal's cancer diagnosis this past week. We also have an exclusive one-on-one with Treston Deku, who's making the transition to safety and who has moved up on the depth chart after Hal's cancer diagnosis. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Robert Land from the Houston Sports Talk Podcast alongside my partner and co-host Brian Patterson, safely in the air conditioning all day while I was out there struggling in the heat. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Patterson from uh, House of Houston. Uh, thanks for jumping on the Locked On Texans podcast, your best daily source of Texans news, views, and interviews. We're part of the FanRag Sports Network. And Brian, you want the good news or the bad news from minicamp? Oh, let's go with the good news because, you know, I'm always, uh, you know, trying to keep it positive. So let's hear that good news first. All right. How about this? Deshaun Watson? Running at running around without a knee brace in training camp, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that 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 works for me. And it goes to show that he's ready. And um, yeah, I just want to see more. I just want to see that uh, he's able that that knee is able to hold up. Good news, wonderful. Yeah, not a spin move, not a lot of back and forth. It's just a lot of saw him standing there throwing passes or whatever. But it's something. And the the bad news. Uh, Third-round pick Martinez Rankin suffered a foot injury. No word on the severity. Bill O'Brien, of course, keeping it tight-lipped. Yeah. Uh, but he'll he'll be back for the start of the regular season, according to everything with, that we're hearing right now. And you know what he said? He said, you guys figure it out. Oh, You know, he, he, gets, he gets better and better with these quotes because, you know, he didn't want to talk about it. Uh, you know, he, he didn't want to go and discuss any further or elaborate on it. And he just told you guys to figure it out. So... You know, that's that's definitely the quote of the day, but uh, I think he'll be fine. Uh, no big deal. The boring news, all we got to see was a whole lot of special teams work, hardly any offense or defense out there. It was a honor, Brian. You didn't miss much. Oh, I see. Uh, it, it, did Brian Peters do anything? I mean, you know, he's going to be battling for a spot. Did you, <laughs> did you do anything special? <laughs> uh, I was. It was hard just keeping me awake. I, the cool thing oh, wow. that... that <laughs> The cool thing about the whole day, though, I mean, the, the part that, that keep you kept you awake was the inspiring part of the day. We had good, we had bad, we had boring, but we also had inspiring because the Texans invited the Santa Fe High School football team out to practice. They also announced they were donating $100,000 to the Santa Fe Memorial Fund. And I caught up with Christian Covington, asked him about getting a chance to see the Santa Fe team. But before that, of course, I asked him about teammate Andre Hal. Tell us about Dre Hal, the guy, the, maybe the fan, the, the Dre Hal that you know that the fans maybe don't know. Man, no, that's <laughs> Dre Day, baby. Dre is, uh, you know, he's always that upbeat, smiling guy on the team, man. He's, uh, no, matter, no matter what's going on, you know, on the field, outside the field, you know, in the locker room or whatnot, you're going you're gonna to see a smile on that guy's face. He's always going to be the one teammate and friend to, you know, be able to uplift, you know, the, the, those around him. 
and to see him, you know, going through what he's going through right now, I know that he knows that he's 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 got love from us. He has 100% full support from this entire, you know, organization. And you know, it it sucks for you know something to happen to a guy like him. You know, such a great, such a great guy, great teammate, great person in general. So, you know, we're with him 100%. This is something that I know that we all know he's going to beat 100%. And honestly, I just can't wait to have him back on that field this season. Is there anything that you can learn um, from going through the experience with Quesenberry mm-hmm. and what you guys had to go through with him? Was there anything that you took away and maybe that you can help him with that maybe you didn't know when, when Quisenberry was going through this? Honestly, just life, life is too short. I know, uh, you know when I first got here, um, uh, DQ was already going through uh, his uh, little spiel with non-Hodgkins. So um, for, for me to actually be here, you know, once a te- when, when a teammate was announced to have something, uh, you know, to have cancer, it's, it's something that's kind of just eye-opening. But at the same time, it's, it makes you think that it can truly happen to everybody and you might as well just forget your problems, forget everything that's going on outside sometimes, you know, and obviously, you know, we get, we're out here playing football, but you know, a lot of things are bigger than football and, you know, to have, and you have to, it's, it's times like these that you appreciate life itself and you appreciate, you know, not taking things, you know, such as, you know, being able to wake up healthy, you know, for granted, uh, at the same time, you know, yeah, I know he's not. He's never. He's he's not taking anything for granted. He's not taking anything lightly. So I know he's going to beat this 100. percent What's it like having these Santa Fe f- football players out here? How special is it to be able to give them some joy in light of the hardship that they've been through? No, it's it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, you know they've they've gone through a lot. The community's gone through a lot. The high school went through a lot. You know these are these are these are guys on the team that you know they had, you know classmates, teachers, and a lot of you know just fellow people in the community who were, you know, affected by this and hurt by, you know, the everything that went down in Santa Fe. Even, you know, being able to be a part of a group that went down to the high school itself, you know, once once we were at the memorial outside and actually got to interact with the actual community itself, it's it's kind of just it's eye opening as to, you know, how this could really something like this can happen in your own backyard and it it really broke my heart to be able to see, you know, the the hurt. But at the same time, you know, when you're actually able to be there and, you know, put a smile on your face amongst, you know, crowds of uh, crowds of people that are going through something like this, you know, it's, it's all you can ask for to see that smile, you know, shown back to you. So this was, it was amazing to be able to be a part of this today. It was amazing to see the laughs and smiles on these kids' faces. And I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hoping they had a great time themselves. I'm sure it's inspiring both ways after having been down to Santa Fe and then also having them out here after seeing what they've been through for you, yourself, for the team, for your teammates. What sort of inspiration is it seeing what these kids have been through? And, and, and what's, what can you take away from it? Uh, community is everything. Togetherness is everything. You know, after something like this, you know, you saw, I mean, this, this, I mean, really, the city of Houston, the greater Houston itself has been through a lot with, uh, you know, the effects of Hurricane Harvey and, uh, you know, the aftermath of, you know, what's still going on with that, you know. And, and so, you know, for something like, for something like the Santa Fe uh, incident uh, shooting to happen uh, and to see the community once again have to come, through, to come together through a time like this, you know, that just, that just if, if it doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will, to be able to get, you know, togetherness and to be able to get, you know, that sense of community and, and camaraderie to be able to come together and be strong for one another. That was Christian Covington. You'll hear from Jonathan Joseph later in the show. And coming up, I go one-on-one with safety Treston DeCoo. But first, just a quick reminder that if you're enjoying Locked On Texans, tell your friends, let them know they can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Hey, most anywhere you're going to find your favorite podcast. And if you'd like to check out more podcasts from our national Locked On Network, go to LockedOnSports.com, our new Locked On Network website. We're excited about that. We have podcasts from, for nearly every NFL and NBA team. We've got the Locked On NFL Draft and Locked On NFL shows as well. It's all on LockedOnSports.com. That's LockedOnSports.com. 
Next up is safety Treston Deku, who's making that major transition from corner to safety this year. We get into that. We also get into Ty Matthew and much, much more. Well, first of all, these Santa Fe football team, uh, they're out here. What's it like to, to get a chance to greet these kids and, and uh, knowing what, everything they've been through? Uh, it's a great time. You know I mean? The kids like this, with that, with that incident, they need to come out here and just, you know, just enjoy themselves and be around us and just to see those kids, you know, how to look at them and see the smile on their face. You know what I mean? That tragedy, they, it's like they, it's never happened because you can see the smile on their face. So. You've been through so much. I mean, you got to have a real connection with these guys right. from, for everything you've been through uh, growing up. Well, yeah, you know, everybody got their story. But, yeah, you know, just you just got to forget about it and just move on, man. And you just got to attack it day by day and just, you know I me mean, be happy. And I'm glad to see these kids. Every one of them was smiling, you know, just to see those guys. Like, I see one guy, seen time, he's like, oh, the honey badger, you know what I mean? Even though they had that tragedy, but just to come out here, they can forget about that. So, you know what I mean? That's good for the kids. Let me ask you about your off season. Did you get a chance to do anything fun in the off season? Uh, yeah, I had went. Me and my girl, we went um, vacation. You know, I never been out of the United States, so I finally get to go. I went to Puerto Rico, got the you know snorkeling and zip lining. So that was that was fun. I'm looking forward to do that again. So can't wait till we get this little five week break so I can go do that again. Does coach is that, are you okay with zip lining? Is that? Is yeah, well, I hope so. You know what I mean? I, I gotta look on the contract and see if that's okay with that. But uh, it was definitely fun, man. It was my first time experiencing something like that, so it was good to just to get out of the United States. You're now a safety. When did they tell you about that? Kind of take me through that process. Uh, they told me uh, early uh, after, like, I say, like, February. They told me. Uh, so a good thing they told me early because, you know, I, I was working out as, a, you know, doing my corner drills. But then they told me. But it helps me, you know, me coming from corner to safety. It's a, it's a big trans- transition just mentally. Now I think uh, more on a physically side, I can be more comfortable, you know, with my size and my speed. But I think mentally I just have to get keep attacking that playbook and then I'll be all right. Have you done it before in your past in the career? Uh, only time I played safety was high school, and you know that's stay in the middle of the field type of thing. So I never actually played it in, in, uh, in college or anything like that. So was it something that you were thinking about last year at all that could that could possibly happen? Well, you know I'm a DB, so I feel like I play anywhere in the, in, uh, in the secondary. So wherever they plug me in, I'm you know I mean I'll just go in and attack the day like that. Let me ask you: When you come into the to the NFL? Uh, there's a bunch of guys that have been in the secondary for a while, and, and one of them is Dre Howell. Right. Uh, what kind of guy is he? What's it been like to get to know him over the last year? Dre is one of them guys that you know he, he's reliable. He's one of them guys that can come in every day, you know, no matter how hot, how cold, no matter what the circumstances is, he's going to work his tail off. He's a great guy on and off the field, man. He's one of those class guys, you know what I mean, class act guys. He's he's a great guy, man. And, you know, my, uh, my prayers out to him and his family, man, but he's a great guy. Is there a story that you could tell me that kind of people get to know a little bit of Dre behind the scenes that maybe the fans wouldn't know about him? Uh, just Joe and Jack p- pick with him a lot. You know, I mean, he's a Vanderbilt guy, so they always talking about how you got to anchor down and stuff like that. But man, it's it's all fun with Dre, and then, you know the older guys they know him more than I do. You know, what I mean, I only know him for it'll be my second year knowing him. But Joe and Jack they know him forever, and they just they always you know me pick picking his tail. But he's a great guy, man, and we he'll be back with us soon. Is he somebody that was mentoring you a lot as you're trying to make the transition? I definitely say that. Uh, him and uh, Tyron, was for sure. You know, Dre sit right next to me in the meeting room, so he definitely gave me picks. And he's still doing it, you know what I mean? He's still with us. So he, uh, he, he definitely mentored me. He definitely trying to get me ready. He had to do the same thing you had to do. Right, right, exactly. He'd been through the transition, and he transitioned well. It worked out good for him. So I'm just trying to you know, follow in his footsteps. What is it like to be around Ty Matthew? Well, you know, that's if you read my bio, that's my favorite athlete. So, you know what I mean? Uh, being from Louisiana, we knew who each other was. And it's just, man, it's just, it's blessed. It's a blessing to just to come out here every day and just 
to work out with your favorite athlete, one of your role models. And, you know, I, for a while he didn't know that I had to tell him that. But, you know what I mean, that's, that's a blessing in, in the skies for me. Were you nervous when you first met him? Uh, no, nah, well, I've been met him, but, you know, I never played him with him on the field. So it, uh, it's, it, it wasn't no nervousness, but it was definitely like turn my game up. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He, he boosting me. He trying to uh, motivate me. He helping me step my game up. So. Does he bring a lot of leadership to you guys already? Can you tell? Oh, yeah, definitely. Just his swagger, just his confidence, just how he carries himself. You know what I mean? I read stuff like that. I'm an observer. So just how he carries himself, you know, bring me the team leaders for me. This is your second uh, chance at uh, going through mini camp and training camp. What's it like the second time around? Is it a little bit easier? Is it coming a little bit slower for well, you? you? Know, this is my first OTA. Uh, last year I missed OTAs, so, uh, it, but it's definitely a little, it definitely slowed down a little. I, I say like the speed-wise, but now it's just that transition from corner to safety. Just to, you know what I mean, mentally I, got, I just got to keep on working. But it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a good transition right now. Last thing I wanted to ask you about was uh, special teams because uh, I can't remember, did you do punt and kickoff coverage last year? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was definitely on special teams, yeah. Can you tell a huge difference? Is it going to be a massive change from going uh, for this year with the new rules? I, I, I think so. You know what I mean? With a new coach, you know, we got different techniques, you know, different coaching styles, the way he coaches. But uh, it's definitely going to be a change, and, and uh, I'm excited about that. I think we got a good special team core here, and I think that we're going to be able to make some noise in the playoffs. I mean, in a regular season. What's the difference? Is it just is it uh, the speed? Is that something that uh, it's going to be more important in, in, in the way that it's set up on kickoffs now? Uh, yeah, just the speed and aggression, how you attack it. Uh, I definitely, I definitely say that. Yeah, you. you you're right about that speed. Does it feel safer to you? Does you think that's going to work? Uh, we have to see. You know what I mean? I I don't look at. It. I'm, I'm just one of them guys that you know. I look and see what I got to do. So uh, we'll we'll definitely see. I'm we definitely looking forward to uh, seeing how it come. I know the coach always talking about you know with the new rules and how we got to adjust and do that. But we'll we'll definitely see how it works in preseason. Well, Tristan Dakota, it's always fun to talk with right. you. Good luck. Uh, you. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fun right. in West Virginia. And uh, thanks for doing this. All right, thank you. Back at it with Brian. And Brian, of course, the first thing I did after the interview, I ran over and told Bill O'Brien, I said, hey, Tristan Dukou's been ziplining. Is that, is that okay? Uh, is he in trouble for that? Um, you know, just, just tattletaling. You know, I like to do that every now and then just to keep a nice check on the players. <laughs> <laughs> a very good question. And that's good for him. You know, he hasn't been outside of the country. You know, now, you know, he's, you know, well into his contract with the Texans. And, you know, he's going to be able to travel again with his girl. Uh, so, you know, and, and that's good for the five week break. He's going to be able to travel out. But, yeah, some of the things I noticed yet, yeah, you know, this is going to be his transition from corner to safety. He hasn't played since high school. This is going to be something new for him. But he's got the size. He's ready. He's ready to go with it. So I, I think that he's going to be uh, just fine uh, with that, um, with the new rules uh, that are going to affect. Just like we talked about yesterday, they don't know. They do not know how these rules are going to affect how they play. They're going to walk this through. They're going to do a lot of this in training camp, but they really don't know how things are going to look until they get a clear depiction of what they can and can't do. And that really hasn't been defined quite yet because they made the announcement, but there was no definition really of, okay, what can I get away with? So that's, that's interesting uh, as well. A lot of good things he said about Andre Howe. Um, he sees him as a mentor, uh, that's that's good to hear you. You know, I would imagine he wouldn't say anything else, but he did go out of his way to compliment him. And I, I, I'd listen to that as well. So that certainly goes as far as his character uh, with with Andre Howe. But Tristan Deku is your boy. He's my boy, too. And I'm looking for him to flourish. Yeah. The, the thing about with him is you forget, you know, you forget that 
Dre Howell was a cornerback when he came into the league. And I, yeah. you know, I asked him about that. And, you know, he's, he had to make the same transition. And that's one of the reasons, honestly, Brian, why I picked to talk with Tristan. He was the guy that I really wanted to get because I knew uh, that relationship might have developed a little bit because they're doing the same thing. They're making the same transition from cornerback to safety in their second year. It's, it's the exact same thing. Uh, so I'm sure Dre has been in his ear about a lot of different things that he had to pick up uh, going from uh, cornerback to safety in the NFL. So, so yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't want to correct him or anything like that, but officially Puerto Rico, it, it is in the United States. Uh, it, yes, it it, it, it's officially in the United States, but it doesn't feel like it. And obviously uh, our president doesn't realize that yet either, but uh, it, it is part of the United States. It, it, it is part of us. But, you know, just glad to glad he got to do something uh, fun in the offseason and, and, and definitely fun to talk with Treston. And, and you know, the, the, like like I talked to him about the fact that, you know, that Santa Fe, they've gone through a lot. But, you know, he's this is somebody that can definitely relate. He's been through so much uh, growing up in a, in a really tough area, seeing all sorts of craziness happen around him uh, growing up in the New Orleans area and, and what happened with his childhood. We've talked about it. In previous podcasts, definitely when he came in last summer on Locked On Texans. So, uh, you know, he, he understands uh, a little bit of going through this crazy uh, uh, murders around you and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, he can relate. And he's somebody that I'm sure the kids just love talking to uh, at, at, at minicamp. In just a minute, you'll hear from veteran cornerback Jonathan Joseph. But before we hear from J. Joe, I want to remind you that if you haven't already, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, email us at LockedOnTexans at Mail.com. If you forget any of that, go to the show description of each podcast. All of it is right there. We always love hearing from you, so please email us a question, record an audio message for us. Uh, we'll definitely answer it for you on the show. We want your voice to be part of our conversation here on Locked On Texans, so email us, LockedOnTexans at Mail.com. That's LockedOnTexans at mail.com the last texans player we'll hear from is jonathan joseph the first question he was asked was if he had had a chance to talk with andre Howell since the hodgkin's lymphoma diagnosis and if he's been talking with him regularly we talk pretty much daily um and it's one of those things too where it's his personal business but and you don't want to speak much into it but he has the support of everybody on this team me and my family and it's not one of those things to where you just throw it out there in the initiation process it's one of those things to where i'm with him from beginning to end and um, that's where we at with him. he's one of the leaders of the secondary now that he's out do you feel like you're taking on a little bit different role or some of the other veterans have to sort of pick up where, where Hal left off uh, yeah, you know, everybody has a different place in our room and things like that. And he brought that same energy every day. You know, he's a leader. He's vocal. Um, he's a guy that's very dependable, reliable, and all those things. He's a great guy, well-respected in this locker room. And he's obviously, he will be missed. But at the end of the day, he has something a lot bigger to take on than football. And that's what it's all about. you got a couple more days of mini camp. What are your plans uh, heading into training camp? You've done this, obviously, a number of times. But how do you stay fresh and ready before camp? Reconvenes. Uh, for me, it's mentally. I think because it's a grind, and never let the grind get to you. Never think about the grind. Just put one foot behind the next, and just continue to step. Um, just put your head down and grind it out. It kind of sounds cliche, but that's been working for me, and that's the way I approach things. Of course, I have a calendar. I don't do that the whole summer every day, <laughs> but um, that'll be my process. You know, I'm gonna spend some time and relax, uh, do a little traveling. I don't have much time to do a little traveling. You know, just a two day getaway, something like that. But um, 
when it's time to get back at it, I'll be back at it. Been around the NFL for a long time. What's the importance of having guys in the secondary that can cover a lot of different positions, go inside, go outside, just the versatility? That's where the league is at nowadays. I remember when I first got into the league, uh, the being like a nickel package or a dime package, maybe 15 plays a game max, but now that's pretty much 60, 65% of the game. So you need guys back there that can play multiple spots, that can, if a guy goes down, can play this spot, or just give offense multiple different looks or just different packages. So I think that's where the NFL is at today, and you have to build your team that way. That, of course, was Dre Hal, and of course, this is all in a group situation except for my trust in the one-on-one, so guys are in, in a group, so you're getting questions from different reporters, as I'm sure you can imagine out there, but Brian, I tell you what, um, I would say J. Joe, if he's thinking about a two-day vacation, you got to go with Vegas, right? Is there a better two-day vacation to have than Vegas? <laughs> you can get a lot done in a short amount of time in Las Vegas. I tell you what, everything's close together. Um, if you need to get across, just Uber, take a taxi, whatever you need to do. Um, it's America's playground for a reason, and uh, that's a very good suggestion. So I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want to go overseas because that's just going to that's going to take a while to get there, and then you're going to stay there, and you got to travel back. But um, Vegas is a good vacation, and I would highly recommend San Diego as a good vacation. That is always a nice city to sit back, relax, and enjoy the beach. Not much else really from from the J. Joe comments, but I, I, I tell you what. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's it's a, it's anything false when these guys are talking about Dre Hall. I mean, it's they they really like him as a human being, and there's no question about that. I mean, that's that's the main thing you get out with talking with these guys. And of course, I mean, you know, you you figure they're going to say good stuff that you you're going to try to do that. It's a teammate and whatever. But I think it's genuine. You know, I, I talked a little bit about it yesterday, but especially after getting to know Andre Hal and it's unfortunate that they're the the first day of mini camp it's kind of depressing you know we're bombarding them with you know your teammate is dealing with cancer what do you think uh these kids have dealt with this mass shooting uh they they're coming to you guys and 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 trying to get away from it all what do you think about that what what they've been through um hopefully we can get it to some some more fun stuff you know as as we get get move along here in mini camp a little bit uh I'm going I'm to be back there on Wednesday and hopefully again on Thursday. We're supposed to uh, get three days this week, so hopefully I'll be able to give you three days' worth of material. But uh, just just fun to be out there. Nice to be out there. I wish there were more cloud cover, but, you know, hey, I know everybody else out there, you guys have got jobs, real jobs you're going to, and you'd love to be out there in 95-degree heat watching the Texans. and um, So that's kind of cool. Anything else you got for this one, Brian, before we wrap it up? Pretty much just just really uh, good stuff to hear from the guys. Uh, you know, this is going to be our last opportunity to hear from, you know, until training camp. And for the record, I knew Puerto Rico was a commonwealth of the United States. But I guess the way he said it um, just made it feel like he was leaving uh, the, you know, the United States. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that he knows that. But uh you know, it just feels somewhere far away, definitely. So, yeah, I just want to tell my listeners, for the record, I know Puerto Rico is a commonwealth of the United States. Uh, yeah, I, I have to memorize those things uh, for the work I do uh, for my day job. So, 
yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. It's part of the United States. You could say that it's not the United States because it's not technically a state. So uh, there, yeah. there could be that little technicality that people yeah. could go off of. Uh, we're going to do geography. We'll just spend a whole show in the middle of July when we don't have a ton to talk about. We'll just go through the geography. I can, I can do Sounds all like 50. Fun. I can do all 50 states, Brian, in alphabetical order. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> You're going to be impressed with that. Uh, there you go. House of Houston. Don't forget, houseofhouston.com. Uh, Brian's got it all covered. Rockets, Astros, Texans, Houston Cougars. It's all over there. Uh, my Houston Sports Talk podcast, Jimmy Price from Astros Future. Uh, we had a good conversation talking about the MLB draft, what's going on in the minor leagues, what's going on in the major league level, get into our friend Kyle Tucker, all of that kind of stuff. It's all on Houston Sports Talk, my podcast, easy to find on iTunes, most anywhere you listen to podcasts. And, of course, don't forget, if you're listening to today's Locked On Texans, hey, please rate us on iTunes. That's when you're done listening, rate us on iTunes. Let us know what you think, what you might suggest. Tell us to go to hell. We don't care. We'll take it. And, uh, well, don't do that. I mean, come on, be, be nice, right? Yeah, yeah, come on. A little stuff fatality here. Come on. <laughs> That's all we got for this one, kids. Uh, more mini camp tomorrow. As always, thanks for making us a part of your week. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs>